People spend a lifetime searching for their purpose. Come walk in my shoes as I find mine. You're now listening to the JK Experience. Going, okay, I'm gonna take full responsibility for the happiness in my life. Good for you, you feel you're talented in that. Pursue that, who gives a crap what everybody else says, right? When you are disciplined about how you take action on the things that you desire to accomplish, does it make you better? Absolutely. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the JK Experience. And yes, I do have the man back. JK, what's new, buddy? Hey man, Ah, it is another week. And uh, needless to say, it's always busy, but uh, man, I'm so glad to be back in the studio. It is about time. I'm glad to be back too. I'll tell you what, I I miss it when I'm not here. I'm grateful for the the time it gives me when you have a a, a guest co-host in here, but uh, I really enjoy these. Yes. Good. I'm glad. So do I. It's been fun, man. Yes. So how's the week? Uh, week is good. No complaints, really. We've had some. Uh, we've had some really big wins. We've had some really hard conversations. Right. We've had some struggles, but yeah. we're still getting up in the morning and putting our feet on the ground. Yeah. There's no growth without struggle, though. That is so true. You know. Yes. I mean, that's. Uh, you know, when we say this, I. You know, I. I literally just got out of a, what potentially was going to be a really hard conversation. You and I haven't had an opportunity to catch up on this. And, um, I got to tell you, you know, um, as I was thinking about, uh, this conversation that I was being led up to, right. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I knew that it was coming up and I just was, Oh, you knew this. I, I was very, um, I don't, I wasn't worried, but I was just, I wasn't necessarily looking forward to it because of my emotions that were going to be surrounded by it. And I got to tell you, you know, one of the best days of the week for me is Thursdays. Yeah. It's the, it's the, it's the day that uh, my cup is overflowing again. I've uh, been drained from the week and, uh, and it reminds me of how important it is to, um, make sure that I am my, I'm mentally there. I'm, my mindset is right so that I can have the best conversation in a hard conversation. And, uh, I tell you what, dude, I, I haven't told you this yet, but it was amazing. It was awesome. It was, um, just huge breakthroughs. And, uh, I think that you're going to see, I think we're all going to see, um, a new level of, of, uh, not only commitment, but just a new level of excitement, um, from that meeting. And, uh, I'm just, I'm, I'm super stoked. I'm, I'm a cloud nine. Uh, I love the conversations. I love that we, um, uh, what we talked about and what we dove into and the vulnerability that we both showed, because that's that, you know, when we say cu- tough conversations, but when you have a tough conversation, you, you have to show vulnerability. And, uh, sometimes that is just exhausting, right? It can be sure. And, and I, I love that. I love that. That's, that's a pivotal word in, in that conversation is, is that vulnerability? Because uh, let's be honest, if we weren't feeling just a tad bit vulnerable going into these conversations, they'd be easy, right? right? Like, yeah. like if you could just go in, I mean, and, and I know that there are people listening to this in, in different levels in their career where, or maybe they're leading people or managing people or running entire companies. Mm-hmm. When we go in and we can say, Hey, here's what I want. Here's how I want it done. Let's enact it right now. Those are easy. It's when we have to be vulnerable and we don't really know what the outcome is and we don't know yeah. what the feedback's going to be like. That's what makes them difficult. Yeah. Absolutely, buddy. You know, and I think that vulnerability, as I was saying that word, it, there's so many different ways that vulnerability can be exposed. Mm-hmm. One is uh, vulnerability of just saying, like, listen, I'm sorry. This is this is these were my issues, and this is my fault, right? Mm-hmm. So that vulnerability of just admitting that you were wrong is really hard to do for a lot of people. The other one is sometimes just telling the truth of like, this is how I really feel. 
about you in the moment, or this is how you've made me feel, uh, because you don't know how that's going to come across, and you yes. don't know how they're going to react to it. And you know, depending on whether you're the leader and and they're the you know the employee or the you know the the team player, you mm-hmm. know, however, however you want me to say that, or maybe you're the maybe you're the team player and you're talking to the leader that way. You know, that's very nerve wracking to be very vulnerable, saying. This is how you make me feel. This is how you snowplow me. This is how you run over me in meetings or in conversations. That doesn't happen very often. And uh, so when I say be vulnerable, man, I tell you, there's such a there's such a weight that's lifted off of you when you can do that. Um, and like you know, once again, when you have that trust, mm-hmm. you know, when you've built that trust, it doesn't say it doesn't mean that you're not going to have really hard conversations and that maybe you're going to walk away sometimes from those conversations going man, I'm just really pissed off still because I don't feel like I got anything resolved from that. However, when you have enough of them and you continue to go back and you continue to fight for that friendship, relationship, um, and and that partnership, let's say, uh, it is so worth it. Yeah. And uh, and you knew this going into this meeting. For me, uh, I was you know I was a little bit stressed about it. I was definitely um, very passionate about how I was feeling. Mm-hmm. And uh, man, I just was once again. I was just so 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 thankful that it would happen today. And, you know, man, I listen, you know, this morning I was, I literally was very intentional with it. I was really praying about it and I was just asking for guidance for that too. So that was a massive part of me preparing for it. And I got to tell you, I'm going to be, I'm going to really enjoy tonight um, because I know of the conversation that was had today. Good, good. Well, this, this brings up, uh, this, this brings up a, another question that I've had for a while now. In uh, people, people in your position of, of leadership or ownership, you you have a lot of hard conversations. You have a lot. You have a lot of difficult decisions to make right. day in day out. And I watch you work through these. And I just told you the other day that watching you walk the walk really empowers me to keep walking the walk. Mm-hmm. You know, when I when I want to phone it in or when I want to take the easy route, I, I look at it and I go, man, you know what? Josh is Josh is out here every day putting one foot in front of the other. And that inspires me to do the right things and, and take the the uh, take the more difficult path. Mm. But what I don't get to see, and and this is unfortunate, is I don't get to see what happens when we leave the office, mm-hmm. right? So my question to you is, and I, I know somebody out there wants to know how you do this, but how do you how do you unload that? Do you do you just leave it at the front door? Do you do you have some kind of outlet for that so that you're not taking yeah. that home and dumping it on your family and allowing it to affect your home life? Sure. What does that look like? Yeah, I have a punching bag. No, <laughs> that's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> uh, no, you know, I mean, I, t- I tell you, they, that's a great question because a, a lot of times, especially leaders, when you have a tremendous amount of responsibility, you know, the, the, the reaction that you always have is to take it on on the ones that are closest to you, your loved ones. And mm-hmm. for a number of years, that w- that is exactly how I handled it. Unfortunately, yeah. you know, I took it out. I took my frustration out um, uh, on Kate, um, not necessarily the kids because they were so young, but I would be very short with it, right? I mean, I would, you know, they would do something and I would be upset about something else. And then the consequences to what they did were much bigger than what they really probably should have been, right? Yes. Um, and so, or it led to some arguments with Kate where she's going, like, why are you so emotional, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, and I'm the emotional one of the two of us for sure. And so um, I had to learn through a lot of heartache and a lot of um, uh, arguments, unfortunately, between Kate and I that, 
man, I'm taking my frustration out on her or I'm taking my work home, right? Um, I, there's also a lot of, t- lot of maturity in, in my life where I had to just, I had to stop taking my work home and putting it on her shoulders too, mm-hmm. right? Um, some of the challenging conversations that we've had or even, or even this is for example, some of the opportunities of growth and I get excited about it, right? And she wants to know about it to a certain point, but she also just wants to know that, hey, listen, that that's what you do during the day. Like, I don't necessarily want to talk business all the time. Yes. You know, can we talk about life? Can we talk about the kids? Can we mm-hmm. talk about us? Can we talk about the things that we're doing as a, in, a, in the future uh, in the, and in the presence? And it doesn't have to be about the building we're going to buy, or it doesn't have to be about uh, the, the office that we're going to, to, we're going to work with or the growth that we're potentially going to mm-hmm. have. And so it's very important to be able to do that. Um, so, but let's get granular. And I, I, I love to share some of the things that I've learned that have really helped me. And I'll say this before I start, it not only starts at the end of the day, but it also starts in the beginning of the morning. Okay. It's so important. I think there's really three, three times that I literally, I'm trying to fill my cup and empty, um, empty myself as well. And so the first thing, you know, as I leave the office, um, it's kind of like I switch. So I've, I really feel like we have these, um, these characters that we, uh, kind of create internally. Um, prime example is this, uh, for the office meeting on Tuesday, um, I can be, I'm very casual. You can just, you know, you see me, you see me sitting on the side and, um, I'm, I'm, I'm just kind of, I'm just ramping myself up. I'm just mm-hmm. like, okay, I'm, I know, I know what my piece is. I know what position I play in this, uh, in this meeting. Mm-hmm. And when you, when you turn to me and say, and now it's time for Josh, right? Mm-hmm. I literally turn into who that guy has to be. Um, I turn up my energy. Mm-hmm. I turn up my enthusiasm. I turn up um, just the excitement that I have. And I literally turn up my focus. And I think oftentimes we don't know how to turn that off, right? Sure. During the daytime, because you have to be so present for mm-hmm. so many people and make so many hard decisions, like you say, and you have to have so many conversations and have so many answers and all, you know, it's just like there's, it's everything's extreme. And you have to be able to turn that person off at the end of the day. And how I do it is literally, it is just like the routines that I do. As soon as my car gets unlocked, it tells me that I'm done for the day. Okay. I'm done with the day for at least the conversations with real estate. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't check my emails. You wow. know, so I stop checking emails at 5.30 every single day. That's great. And that helps me start calming myself down and going, okay, I don't have to worry about that email from a pissed off, you name it, mm-hmm. right? I'm not even doing that. Or I'm not even, I don't even know about business. Like I don't want to look at that email that is talking about a business or an opportunity or anything like that. It is already from time for me to start saying, okay, it's, 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 it's the downwards, it's a, it's a downward decline right now. And by the time I get home, I'm already in the mindset that it is wife, kids, family, whatever else is on the table time mm-hmm. on the way home. I'll usually make a phone call to a friend, my dad, a brother, and just catch up with them and just talk about life. So I'm literally transitioning my conversations to not talk about business, but talk about life or how their day was or what the other things that are going on, right? And so I really, I mean, once again, it's just that mind shift. I I really start turning in from, uh, you know, JK or whatever that Mm -hmm. alter ego is here at the office to, all right, now I'm Josh, right? Yeah. Or I'm soon to be dad. Yeah. You know, 
uh, I'm soon to be Kate's husband. And so I really, once again, it helps me as I kind of brain dump as well too. Um, so when I go home, get it, you know, I get, I, I, obviously I take the backpack off shoes come off and it's like, I see Kate, give her a kiss. How's the day? I want to hear about her. She usually asks me how's the day was. And I usually give her that brain dump of like three things. Mm -hmm. This happened, this happened, this happened. And she'll say, oh, do we need to talk any more about that? Oh, well, we can talk a little bit later at dinner or, hey, oh, no, no, we're totally fine. Good. And so she gives me that freedom to kind of pick and say, hey, is there anything pressing that you mm -hmm. need to really talk about? Because as you know, sometimes we just do need to get that off our chest. Sometimes yes. it's so important for us to just have that conversation of going, I'm really frustrated. I don't know if I handled this correctly. Or, hey, I'm really super frustrated. Um, I have this conversation coming up, you know walk me through this with, with me, would you, could yeah. you just kind of help me get this off my chest? And so that is so important. So Kate and I have developed that in our relationship. Mm -hmm. Um, most of the time though, it is literally just like that three, that three thing brain dump. And then it's also three gratitudes. Okay. So I really try to be intentional about like, well, this is the thing that's really great, or this is the thing I'm really excited about. And so it starts to, once again, switch my mind from all of the problems and issues and challenges that we're faced with to the opportunities and the great things and why I was happy about today. That's great. So what, one of the things that I picked up there, and, and I, I see this outside looking in, if you drove all the way home from the office and you were still in, let's call it CEO mode, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. You're going to go treating things that are happening around the house like the CEO. And you yeah. know, let, let's say Kate was having problems with one of the kids you're going to go attack that just like a CEO would. And maybe that's not the right mind frame. Mm -hmm. So uh, I, you know, I love that. First of all, that's a huge, huge tip for me. I'm, you know, I've got to get in that. Now I don't have little, little ones like you do at home, but I'm going to tell you teenagers, they bring their own set of, of unique circumstances. Sure. And I got to tell you, there have been times when I've gone home and handled one of their deals like a managing director and it wasn't necessarily the, the right character to be in to do that. Yeah. And I've, I've really, I've really paid for that down the road. So that, that, first of all, that's a great, great tip. But how do you, I, I know this, I know that even though you feel like maybe you've resolved a problem at work, mm -hmm. it's still in the back of your mind. Sure. Do, do you have any tips for just kind of clearing that mechanism? Wow. Um, you know, for me, I've realized that I have to talk through stuff a lot. Okay. Um, I need to have those people around me where I can literally just sometimes vomit, mm -hmm. you know, and just go like, okay. So you and I do that a lot. Yeah. You and, you and I, and, and as our, as our friendship has evolved, um, you've been a great, um, uh, window for me to just kind of just say, you know, you ask me, Hey, how's it going? Honestly, dude, I'm frustrated with X, Y, Z. Yes. Right. And so as I, as I process that, and I say it out loud, I start to see the areas that I can take ownership in, you know? And then of course I want, I want feedback. I want advice. I want people to tell me, Hey, listen, you should totally be upset about this, but really should you be upset about this? Yeah. Are you really seeing it from their point of view? Is that the story you're telling yourself, right? All of these things that as we walk through the process, I start to understand like, okay, how can I, you know, be the fixer on, on my side? How can I, how can I take responsibility on my side and make sure that the story that I'm telling myself from here on out is going to actually help improve the situation and that relationship then. And then of course, then I'll do that with Kate and, and she's so good. You know, as our relationship has grown, she has understood that my love language or uh, my, my challenge language or whatever you want to call yeah. that, uh, is the fact that I just need to talk through stuff. 
Um, I really do need, if I hold it in, then I, then it's really unhealthy for me to do that. So there are times and, and she is so good about that. She's such a great listener and, um, and she doesn't let me just bitch and complain and just like vomit in the sense where she has no words of wisdom. She literally will listen, but then she also, once again, she's a fixer like I am. Mm -hmm. And so she helps me through that process. So that I, I, you know, I, I just absolutely love that we have grown as a, um, as a couple to help each other, um, as we get over these, these challenges. Um, and so, you know, once again, I, that's how I get the, I got to get it out, right? Mm -hmm. I I have to get those challenges out. The other thing is, is like, I have really found like my morning routine. Like I might not have the answer that night. Mm -hmm. I might really go to bed pretty frustrated. Um, but what it does is I do a lot of internal rationalization with my conversations with the Lord. And, and by the morning time, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling a little bit better, right? I'm heat. I'm probably not nearly as heated by whatever was going on or passionate, let's mm-hmm. just say as what was going on. And then when I go into my morning routine, um, what I've done recently too, especially is I've really have changed it up. Um, I used to just get up and, and go right into my, uh, my workout just so I could wake up. Right. Mm-hmm. So I'd go ride the bike and then I'd do a quick hit thing. Well, what I found out is that I was running out of time with my appointment with God. And that's a huge priority to me, right? That, at least I say that. Mm-hmm. And so I started, like, I, 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 it was just, I was seeing this repetition in my morning going, I'm not making enough time or I'm not getting enough time and that opportunity to have that conversation with him. And so I literally just in the last couple of weeks have started to just, I wake up and my first thing I do is have that time. Yeah. My, my, my appointment with God starts first. And it is so important for me to do that, right? One is it's just, I start with gratitude. I just, you know, the mornings have been so beautiful and I'm just so grateful for like everything that is around. I'm so grateful for our house. I'm so grateful for like our trees and our land. I mean, like just the simplest things that I just, uh, that I don't even acknowledge half the time. Right. Mm -hmm. So the gratitude is so important. And then of course I go into more of the personal things that I'm so grateful for too. The relationship I have with Kate, our children and the health of our children. And then, and then I go into, um, specific people that I, that I want to, that I literally want to pray for so that our relationships get better and closer, right? So I have a list of people that I literally am praying for every morning that somehow our relationship grows closer. And so it gets me in that right mindset of just this gratitude and thankfulness and, and, and servanthood as well too, right? That's great. And then, then I shut up. You know, I say my prayer, which is also at the end, we all know that as I, this is the same prayer that I say with all the kids is, and I pray for wisdom. I pray for a generous heart. I pray for strong arms. I pray for strong legs. And, and there's more to all this stuff, but mm-hmm. that's the quick version of it. And so I, I started saying that uh, to myself. Um, and then I go into the silence where I just say, all right, Lord, just, you know, just talk to me. You know, I'm listening. And I literally, I'm not kidding you, every single morning he talks to me. Mm-hmm. And he, he literally, the, that, that wisdom that I get from that 10 minutes of 15 minutes of silence just empowers me through the day because I know that it is just genuine, it's authentic, it's pure. And what I hear, it, I just know it is that way because when I apply it to my life, I have a day like today. I have conversations like I had today that could have been really, really bad given any other day, but because it happened today and the way that I filled my cup... It was amazing. 
And so it's so important for everybody to have those moments. And you might need four or five of those moments a day. You might only need one of those moments a day. For me, I need three of those. I need one in the morning, one in the early evening, and then I need it right before I go to bed as well too. Mm -hmm. And I have found when I do that, when I stay in those disciplines, because you know it's a discipline because it's something that I have to be very conscious of and stay involved in. Um, and it's like that routine, but it's also, and once again, I feel it's a discipline because when I stay in that discipline, I'm so much better of a person. I'm healthier for other people. I'm healthier for myself. I'm healthier for the relationships. And I know that I'm my best self Mm -hmm. when I'm living in that discipline. That's great. That's great. So, so one more, one more tip, if we could, if we could get it out of Mm -hmm. you. So I want to make this analogy because this is, this is how I was seeing it in my mind, right? End of the day, you're leaving here, you're getting in the car, you're unlocking the car, right? And I'm picturing a plane and the landing gear starting to come down, right? right? Landing gear's right. down. You get home, landing gear's full out, you land. Now then, we're doing maintenance on the, on the airplane all evening long. We're, we're getting mm-hmm. ready for the next. So mm-hmm. morning routine, landing gear's coming up, we're getting mm-hmm. airborne. How do you deal with, in your day, you have back-to-back conversations. How do you not drag feelings and emotions and passion from the previous conversation into the next one. Do you have any tips for us on how you decompress in between conversations? Uh, yeah, that that is a really a tough one, buddy. Um, because once again, uh, I failed at that for many years <laughs> as well, too. Right, sure. just taking that emotion into the next one. Right. Um, w- I think the one thing that I've done over the years so so well is understood that at that moment I am so present for that person. And so okay. present for that conversation and realizing that once this is done, that conversation is done and it is my job. Like I have an obligation. I have a duty to that next person and the next conversation to be fully present. And I cannot allow those emotions that went from this one into the other one. And, and, and listen, I don't do it perfect every time because you've been a part of those conversations where you're like, dude, you just seemed off or like, man, are you doing, you doing okay? And I'm like, dude, I'm still, I'm worried about X, Y, Z, even though I was in this conversation. So once again, when I'm healthy and I'm living in those disciplines and I can do that, you, you do have to kind of compartmentalize that in a sense, right? You, you know, but that's also why you have to be fully present. So like right now, if I wasn't fully present for you and me, and I was watching, you know, like my texts that are coming across Mm -hmm. the, the iPad right now, um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be reacting very well. I wouldn't be able to articulate the things that I needed to articulate. And I really wouldn't be having, I wouldn't be fully vested in the conversation and all of that was all of the, all of the pieces of that conversation that needed to be addressed. Right. And it's so important as a leader, as we know that, like, if we make that commitment to people, then we got to show up for them you got and we got to be a hundred percent for them. And we have to learn how to do that. And it just takes practice and it just takes practice. And as you know, the more practice you'd get and, and the more intentional you are with it, the better you, you serve other people. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. I, you know, I'm going to let you off the hook here. You know, we are human and, and we are not infallible. Right. And so all we can do at the end of the day is, is try to improve each and every time. But I know you're really good at that. And that's why I asked that. And, and I know that really put you on the spot right there, mm-hmm. but Again, I have noticed those times where, where you're not, you know, fully engaged, but I I have the authority with you to, to ask you, hey, man, what's really going on? And I know you do this really well, and that's why I asked it, because I want to know for myself. I mean, I hope everybody else is, is taken away from that, but I really have to know this because, I mean, one minute I might have somebody in my office completely melting down, tears, everything, the, the whole works, and then the next person 
wants me to celebrate a huge win with them. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I, you know, I, I just, I, I hate to think that I'm le- allowing any kind of emotion or, or anything to carry over in that next one. So that's all right. I was looking for is that, that. Tip. Yeah. And you know, when you put it into those terms too, when you have to go from one emotion extreme mm-hmm. to the other emotional extreme, I think one of the things that's so important too, is just to reiterate this whole thing is like, I'm truly like when, when I'm talking to that person and they're like, like they're crying and they, I'm totally vested in that. Yes. And I'm totally there. And I, I, we are, we are meeting them where they're at. Right. Mm-hmm. And so by the end of that conversation, hopefully we've made some ground. Hopefully we like whatever is maybe if she just, he or she just had to like get it off their chest and they just needed to, and they just dumped on you. Well, okay. Maybe there's something good that came out of that. Right. Something somehow went, you know, really well. Well, once again, you have to show up for the next person too. And if they're excited about something, it doesn't matter what just happened, right? It doesn't matter because that's not, that wasn't a, that's not them. That's Mm -hmm. not a part of their life. You got it. And so once again, as a leader, our job is to meet those people wherever they're at every day, every time, every conversation. And so it, that makes it a little bit easier, right? It makes it easier because you can go there, but then you know that as soon as you're done, you're probably going to go back to that other person and just do a, a quick checkup. Yes. Hey, how you doing, man? It's been an hour. Hey, I just want to let you know that was that was really brave of you for you know what you said today, and I just want to let you know I'm super proud of you, right? Yeah. And so it's 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 awesome when you can do that as a leader, mm-hmm. and because you know that you're pouring yourself into those people, and you're not taking their emotions and changing your attitude, right? Yeah. I got to show up no matter what, and if you're having a bad day, I'm not taking your bad day and making my day bad. Mm-hmm. Hopefully what I'm going to do is I'm going to take my good day and help yours become a little bit better. That is great advice. So, dude, good? Yeah, thank you. Uh, No, I appreciate it, man. It's tough, dude. I I will tell you, I know so many people, and this is a a question that gets gets asked a lot, is how do you come down from from days? How do you you decompartmentalize that, you know, and not bring work home from you? And and once again, you guys, there's, there's a lot of other tactics, granular, that we could get into, but just as a general philosophy, those are the things that I think are so important that you have to be able to do that. And once again, it's not just a one time fix all thing. It literally does have to happen multiple times. And I would really encourage you, find the things that help you decompress. Uh, find the things that help you vent, find the things that help fill your cup. Once again, this is a very common theme in our, in, in our world. Mm-hmm. Um, what are the things that you're grateful for? What are the things that you're filling yourself with that help you so that you see the better part of even a really challenging day or, or, or just sit in that moment too. That's okay to just sit in the moment, by the way, you mm-hmm. know, but you just don't literally, you don't resonate in that very long. So, all right, man. Good? Yeah, that's great. All right, man. All right. Well, you guys, as always, we appreciate you. Thanks so much. And you, I know you know somebody that, would, that needs to hear this, so we, we ask you to share it. We'll talk to you soon. Wait, before you go, we want you to know how thankful we are for you listening to the JK Experience. You're the reason we keep sharing valuable content every week. If you found any value in this podcast, please subscribe to our channel and write us an honest review. We want to know what you think so that we can grow with you. We'll catch you next time.